wins it off Hader in the bottom of the 10th inning. And you know where we're going. Pack your bags, folks. All aboard. Next stop, pound time. And here's the 1-0 pitch to Matt. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Matt going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. You're now listening to The C-Meds with Adam Copeland and Ted Ramey, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Seam Heads Podcast. Adam Copeland, Ted Ramey, Rob Bermudez, the Bermudez Triangle, hanging out with us as well. Thrilled to welcome in a guest today. Actually, the first guest we've had on this season, Ted, Alex Coffey, our new A's beat writer for The Athletic. And uh, she was down in Arizona when all of this coronavirus stuff was going on. She's still pumping out content, much like us, Ted. Yes, much like us. We're keeping the, uh, the flow of things going. Alex, what's going on? How are you doing today? Not much. I'm doing well. Um... Just had to do the long drive from Arizona to California, so I'm happy that I made it. I'm here, and I can kind of have some semblance of consistency, hopefully, for the next couple weeks. <laughs> so, all good. I was going to say, yeah, consistency of, uh, I know beat writers' lives are probably hell right now because there's such a uh, lack of information coming out. Um you know, is there anything before we get into some of the pieces that you've been um, writing as of late? But is there any literal news on the A's front? Like, did anything more come out on AJ Puck before things got shut down? Was there anything that maybe got buried in all the coverage of coronavirus that is pertinent to A's news? You know, the only thing I think that might have gotten buried was that he uh, was starting to throw about. My timeline might be a little bit off, but it might, I think, but I believe the day or two days before spring training games were canceled. <laughs> so, um, he was making progress. Um, but other than that, we haven't really heard anything. Um, we haven't really heard any updates on him. Um, I'm assuming that all this extra time, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see how the delay of the start of the season will affect guys that are dealing with injuries. AJ Puck, you know, dealing with his shoulder soreness obviously has a lot of time to get his body right. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he was starting to throw right before they, uh, they shut down spring training games, but that's the only update that we have. You know, my thought is with injured guys like that or with shoulders and some of these guys who maybe were going to have Tommy John and are waiting to see if they can rehab it, some of those guys might benefit depending on when and if the season starts. But I do wonder, we've talked a lot already about like adjustments the league might make to sort of adapt to players or allow players to get more comfortable or readapt to the league. Have you thought of anything that, that may be on the table? I sort of feel like everything's on the table with the current situation, but about double headers, about uh, Rob had at one point talked about expanding rosters early in the season. What are your thoughts on some of those things? Yeah. Um, one thing I thought maybe like increased double headers, obviously like I personally think a shortened season would make more sense instead of, you know, having a normal season and having to maybe relocate to like a dome stadium or a stadium in a warmer location. That just seems kind of needlessly complicated to me. So, um, so if it were up to me, I'd probably say shortened season, maybe take some of those interleague games out. Um, and as far as um, roster flexibility goes, I mean, I'd be interested to see if they'd consider adding maybe a 28th, 28th man to the roster, you know, maybe like add a little bit of flexibility there. Um, but those are, I'm just spitballing. Obviously, I don't make these decisions. So, you know, just, you know, we were all speculating at this point. So, <laughs> Well, Alex, I know you've got a new story out that's talking about some of the ways that everything has been impacted and some of the fans that were down there 
um, in Arizona. And I know that the latest piece you have is about um, an 18-year fantasy league that's being put on hold. And I know that some friends of mine um, are in a similar situation where their draft party that happens every year for the last 20 years, that's just gone on hiatus. So take us through this new story you've got out and some of the other stories and anecdotes, anecdotes that you've come across. Yeah, so um, basically uh, when the season, when the spring training games were shut down, I put out a note on Twitter and I basically said, if anyone has wants to talk about their frustration or like their story of how long it took to get here and now spring training is a cancel, like I kind of cast a wide net. Um, and one guy responded, his name is Jeff, and he said, um, you know, we should tell her about our fantasy baseball league. And, you know, having a fantasy baseball league is not, unique so i was kind of like i went into it with a kind of uh grain of salt um but basically this group has been meeting for 18 um 18 springs they meet in spring training every year um they live all over the country majority of them are A's fans there are a lot of bay area guys in the group so the a's usually come flying off the board um <laughs> but um but yeah so i kind of just shadowed them i skyped I skyped into their uh, skyped into their draft because I wanted to practice social distancing, so I just tried to do this remotely, and um, and yeah, just kind of like observed and watched kind of like their banter and like how they engaged with each other and their little rules and intricacies of the draft, and kind of just wanted to see why it was important to them. You know, it, it's been such a dark and chaotic time to to you know keep this draft going, keep that streak alive. And they basically told me that, you know, they don't normally this draft signifies having, you know, only two weeks left in um, spring training, two weeks to, you know, anticipate the season. But with this, with the start of the season being so uncertain and up in the air, they really wanted to favor that, that draft and that moment and kind of have something to hold on to, to hold them through spring and possibly early summer at this point um which i thought is very relatable i thought it made a lot of sense so but yeah i just kind of wrote about that and it was kind of a fun out of the box story and now i'm an honorary member of the uh field of dreams roto league so that was another <laughs> consequence of that that's <laughs> good stuff like I, I feel like i feel like fantasy baseball you're right and this happens with football too as you like get to a certain date everybody who's been in a, a fantasy league every year you've got the date that as you said is a, a threshold in your mind for almost a ticking clock for when you get games going and when you start to get excited at my other gig at knbr i actually i'm the commissioner of our fantasy league i had to i had to cancel the draft and we've punted it to when we know when the the start of the regular <laughs> season is because you know what the fear is is guys like aaron judge or guys like giancarlo stanton who oh, might not get drafted early that. in a draft today will certainly get drafted early in a draft later. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really interesting to see, yeah, like how certain decisions were made. Like, um, I remember one guy was in between, uh, I believe it was J.D. Martinez or Mike Clevenger. And um, he was like, well, Clevenger's going with an injury, but we don't know when the season's going. Like, it's a lot of the same decisions that, like, actual big league teams are dealing with right now. You know, they, like, where should we use this roster spot? Will this guy be yeah, yeah. like, will he be fully recovered by? So it's kind of an interesting, um, you know, interesting part of the story. They did share an anecdote about um, these guys are always at, um, you know, the A's spring training facilities. So Hohokam. And then um, before that, it was Phoenix Municipal Stadium. So they, they told me the story about how, you know, obviously in spring training, the access is like uncanny. Um, 
you're kind of seeing these players walk around and you see their families. Like, you know, that's one of the beauties of spring training is just the access itself um, and the proximity to the players. Um, and they told me that they were, they all vote on their decisions. They have a five page charter and they vote by majority vote, like when they want to make a change to the rules or a change to the charter. And they were trying to decide whether to incorporate holds into their, um, <laughs> into their uh, statistics. That's so, the nerdiest okay, baseball so they, thing I've ever heard. It's so nerdy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love yeah. it. It's, it's also it incredibly gets, it gets relatable. So much, it gets so much better. So they're sitting next to the bullpen. They're like all lined up, all 10 of these guys in a row, you know, um, and they see Sean Doolittle. This is about, I think they said it was like 2013 or 2014. And they just start heckling him and they're like, Sean, like he's trying to warm up and they're like, Sean, like explaining their situation. They're like, the split, like it's split five, five. We don't know if we should add hold to our, like to our scoring or statistics. And um, apparently he's listening because they basically tell him he's going to be the deciding vote. <laughs> and then um, they're like, give us a sign. And he's about to go in his warm up, and he nods in their direction and they all lose their shit. And now they have holds that's like that's in their incredible. charter now. So, yeah. So that's like, they had a bunch of little, um, little anecdotes like that. Like all these random ball players that have shaped their, shape their roles and shape their league and yeah so it was a really fun story to do and I thought it kind of captured um kind of it sounds cliche but like the magic of spring training because you kind of get to interact with these guys and stuff so if you were to guess on average how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor what would you say a week maybe actually on average people will have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities basically a month if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction you want treatment ASAP that's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's philosophy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com slash Oakland for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash Oakland for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Again, we've got Alex Coffee here on Seamheads uh, as we deal with the uh, the COVID shutdown I wanted to ask you about an article you put out yesterday about the A's facing this lawsuit, which is trying to halt the fast tracking of their stadium and the environmental review. Can you give us a, a brief synopsis on that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, timeline might be a little bit sweet here. A couple of days ago, uh, four Port of Oakland um, stakeholders sued the A's um, basically because the there was a deadline that um, they had to get some environmental um, tests and data to Governor Newsom by. The, the deadline was December 31st, 2019. And apparently the A's missed that deadline. Um, and this group is basically saying that because they missed that deadline, Newsom doesn't have the authority to fast track, um, fast track their EIR um, so, and, and the A's have been proceeding as if they're, yeah, like if they, as they've been proceeding as if their draft EIR 
can still be fast-tracked if you're like looking at Pavel's Twitter, if you're looking at the A's Twitter, it's kind of like business as usual. So basically these four groups are saying that you missed this deadline. It's kind of like a technicality, but they're basically saying you missed this deadline. Um, Newsom doesn't have the authority to fast-track this, um, like passing this, uh, approving this EIR that you're going to draft. And um, we need to kind of like slow this process down. So that's kind of like, I'm not sure if that makes sense. That's kind of the clip notes version. So it's basically all in this like technicality, but it's just, um, it's just kind of another obstacle and like <laughs> the longstanding saga to get Howard Terminal pushed through. Um, and so, so yeah, that's kind of the, uh, the clip notes version of that. It's, it's just such a headache right now. There's so much stuff up in the air. You're waiting for these studies to come down. Governor Newsom obviously dealing with a whole bunch of other stuff on his plate. So it just seems like sometimes this stuff is small potatoes, but the world is still going on in some capacities. And once it all gets gets handled, the COVID-19 stuff, I think we're all going to look around and say, now what, as far as the sports <laughs> world is concerned? Yeah. And I think I, the, the next question yeah. I've got for you kind of pertains to that as well is we could be starting the season. It now sounds like sometime maybe in May or June or whenever we get this little like like mitigated or shortened spring training what happens with the major league baseball draft they're talking about canceling the draft I now know. is major league baseball how do we evaluate yeah. players that you haven't seen what are your thoughts on the draft right now yeah i have honestly i have no idea what they're going to do and it feels kind of stupid to speculate at this point um yeah, yeah. my main question has been about like spring training i've heard rumors that they're going to hold spring training here you know in the bay area maybe they'll go back to arizona that i like i don't know there's just so many uh so many questions I've heard. I've also heard, you know, concerning the draft, I've heard that they might cancel it. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know. I, this is such an unprecedented time and we have no real historical example to draw upon to kind of inform us and what we should do. So it's kind of up in the air right now. Again, this has been Alex Coffey joining us here on the Seamheads. Alex, we really appreciate your time and your continued coverage. And I know it will be uh, increasingly uh, a bit of a deep dig for you to try and keep on coming out with stories where you're doing great work. And we're really glad that we've got you down here in the Bay Area now. And we hope that sooner rather than later, we will be talking to you about baseball, all right? Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean, uh, I mean I'm not going to hold my breath about it like, anytime soon. <laughs> but, um, but in the meantime, we can keep watching reruns of, uh, you know, the games that they're airing on MLB Network. I know that this, uh, this fantasy draft was watching baseball clips, and one of their favorites is um, Vicente Padilla getting uh, charged by Nick Swisher. So maybe if someone needs a little <laughs> bit of a dose of levity, they can uh, – they can watch that, pull that out of the archives. I love it. Yeah, we've we've all been doing that. I've been watching all the uh, all this stuff, but yeah, it keeps us entertained at the very least. The problem is we know the outcomes, but uh, again, really appreciate your time, Alex. We'll do it again soon. All right. Yeah, of course. Have a good one, guys. Awesome. You too. Again, that is Alex Coffey of the Athletic doing a stellar job covering the A's. And yeah, Kopi. I mean, we think our job is hard, but can you imagine hers right now? Just trying to like when you're a beat writer, there is a beat ostensibly to cover. It's not, you know, wait for a story to happen, which is for her right now. It's like, all right, let's see and see if anything is happening. It's a, uh, that is not an easy gig right now. 
Well, number one, I'm, I'm thrilled to have another A's beat writer back. I started this podcast last year with Julian McWilliams, and it was a blast uh, with him. And it's great to have Alex Coffey back and her perspective on things. A great writer. But The Athletic, and I know that we're it's a little, uh, little self-indulgent or a little self-promotion here for The Athletic website. The baseball team of writers is doing a fantastic job keeping you updated and giving you content. I don't know if anybody saw this. The other day, it was uh, I think it was Jason Stark put out a piece that they had sort of like compounded and worked on with a bunch of the writers, Ted, where they put together their own experience sell spreadsheet of code breaker data in order to go out and try to uh, uh, try to decode some of the signs that yeah. the Astros were using, things like that. There's a whole code breaker system of the athletic available right now on the MLB page. Uh, while we're talking about code breakers, I still think it was Evan Longoria who said Major League Baseball has suspended the season, but they won't suspend the Astros. It's pretty incredible. Get this. They suspended the season in uh, San Francisco right now. As I look out my window, meter maids are still doling out tickets, though. No big deal there. Got to get paid. Got to get paid, does the city of San Francisco. Uh, We'll keep talking A's baseball with you guys. We'll keep the updates coming as we have them. We'll try to get some more guests, right, Ted and uh, and Rob? Try to get some more people in with with perspectives about what's going on around the league. And we'll try to stick to some fun stuff, too. That was a good little uh, fantasy baseball conversation. Yeah, for sure. I love the uh, the Doolittle anecdote because he is the uh, the man. I know know him and his, uh, I believe they're married now, but uh, good people for sure. Fantastic stuff. So if you're liking the podcast, we ask that you rate, review, and subscribe. And we will talk to you guys next week. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace.